0: Today in PIMS o'clock, in my world of estate agency, I will be discussing of what makes an excellent estate agent. In my last podcast, I touched upon the lack of knowledge, experience and education in order to kick off your estate agency career. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that this given has been a very strong contributor to the image estate agents in general have today. Not necessarily because there is no entry-level criteria, but more so because of the sheer volume of estate agents operating in the English residential property market. I think it's fair to say that the incompetent estate agent outweighs the estate agent going above and beyond and truly delivers. And it's always the substandard agent that manages to be remembered for all the wrong reasons and grab the headlines. Having been in and around estate agency for over 20 years, I would like to explain that operating as a successful and respected estate agent in the wild west of residential real estate is far more complex and challenging than most people of the general public perceive. Again, this doesn't come much as a surprise either. Well, think about it. How often does a member of the public closely work with an estate agent? How often do you move house? It will be your personal experience that will define estate agents, not just the estate agent you have worked with once. The stereotype nitwit in a polyester suit, his tie way too short, driving a Mini Cooper while wearing sunglasses on a cloudy afternoon. Typical. But please allow me to put this all in perspective. There is a natural filtration system within a state agency as most estate agents get the biggest share of their wages out of commission, meaning relatively low base income with generous commission when they transact. Poor-performing agents either don't make enough money and quit on their own accord, or simply will be shown the door by their employer. In a seller's market, a property market where demand is far stronger than supply, a poor-performing estate agent gets carried through the strong demand, and poor performance has very little impact. However, in a buyer's market, a property market where buyers are scarce and market conditions are relatively tough, a bit like today's market, there will be no place to hide as an estate agent. It's time where you differentiate yourself from your colleagues and you have to seriously up your game trying to exceed the client's expectation in order to win that instruction and bring properties from acceptance of offer to an exchange of contracts and then subsequently to completion. I remember a conversation years ago, during a birthday party. I started talking to a pilot of one of the low-budget airlines, and after his self-obsessed mile-high stories, he was asking me what I did for a living. I explained that I was a real estate agent. He started laughing and sarcastically says, oh, you're a professional door opener, while patting me on the back. I looked at him and shook my head, thinking how ignorant he was. again. This negative perception of estate agents. To be an estate agent on the top of your game, operating, surviving and thriving in a buyer's market, you need to have various abilities. Some of these are very self-explanatory. But let me elaborate on some of the less obvious abilities I just mentioned. Looking for a new home is generally exciting. Like family expansion, career upgrades, or a first-time buyer that flies the nest. But please don't forget that plenty of home moves are the direct result of tragedy and unfortunate circumstance, like illness, divorce, bankruptcy, and death. You as an agent need to manage that throughout the course of the transaction, which at times can be extremely challenging. All parties involved expect the deal to progress at all times. However, Deal progression always involves the buyer and seller throughout the duration of the transaction. In case the buyer or seller fails to participate in the transaction, the tr- transaction simply stalls. It's up to the agent, regardless of the circumstance, to manage the buyer and seller and always taking their personal circumstance at heart. During the process of a home move, the stakes are high with the seller and the buyer. It's an emotional roller coaster. And you as an estate agent are always sandwiched in between. And this leads me to a relevant story, which I can remember years ago. Um, I was selling a three million pound property on Cornwall Gardens in London, South Kensington, to be precise. And the buyer was a very strong personality, a very successful businessman. And my client, the the seller, um, a very successful banker. And they locked horns at the very latter stage of the transaction over, well, you will never guess it. Uh, A washing machine and a tumble dryer. The buyer mentioned at the time of viewing that the seller had promised him uh, the inclusion of the white goods, while the seller was imminent that the white goods weren't part of the transaction. Tensions ran so high between the two of them that the buyer was prepared to pull out of the deal altogether for the sake of this washing machine and tumble dryer. I mean, they weren't even new, they were probably three years old. With the seller not moving, I went on to eBay. And I saw secondhand an identical washing machine and tumble dryer, which costed me about £700 for the both of them. Then I spoke to the seller's solicitor and I said, listen, I explained the situation and I mentioned that I wanted to rescue the deal and he sympathized with it and he agreed. I then spoke to the seller and said, listen, you can take your white goods upon completion. Followed by a phone call to the buyer and I said, I have excellent news for you. The seller has finally agreed to leave the white goods behind, and we can now proceed with the exchange of contracts. Think about it. Three million pounds, two and a half percent commission, which almost turned into dust over a principal matter of 700 pounds. The buyer became a very loyal client of mine, and I told him this story a few years later. And we had a, a very good laugh and a great bottle of wine. Yes, I did start it off as a professional door opener. Uh, And to be honest, I wasn't really good at it because occasionally I took the wrong set of keys to the viewing. But I can assure you and proudly say that I have turned out like many of my associates and industry colleagues into a respectable estate agent on top of my game. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe for the benefit of others. And until next week.